Today I had the pleasure of interviewing Dave Mung, a friend of mine who recently went through a virtual interview. Dave and I walked through our six tips for virtual interviews, and I tested Dave on how many of them he used in his recent virtual interview. It's a really fun, dynamic conversation, and we learned a lot together. At Management Consulted, we've been interviewing in a virtual environment for over 12 years, prepping people for case interviews and fit interviews, specifically for consulting and high-end corporate jobs. So that was before virtual interviewing was cool. But now, cool people like my friend Dave are in the virtual interview pool. And today, I brought Dave on to ask him if our six tips at Management Consulted were six tips that he used to prepare for your virtual interview. We're going to find out. Can't wait. Dave, first of all, just give us a little bit of an intro on what the interview was that you were going for so that everyone has just a brief amount of context. And then we're going to dive into the six tips. Sure. Um, I was interviewing for a marketing position with a pretty, I guess, um, what would you say, like professional company, a little bit more, um, yeah, business appropriate, yep. not like hip, cool tech kind of atmosphere. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. So a non-hip, non-hip professional company. Yes. Okay. Differentiated between yes. hip professional. Right. Because you can be both hip and professional, but Fair. this was not hip, but professional. Awesome. Yes. Yeah. Okay, great. So what I'm going to go through now are the six tips that we have. And then I want you to give me a little feedback on how those went for you. Number one tip is ask about the interview roster. Know your audience. Know how many people you're going to have on the interview conversation. Sometimes you don't get this information when you just get a Zoom link. So you have no idea whether they're going to be one person, seven people, or somewhere in between. So how'd you do with that one? Did you ask about the interview roster? I did not ask about the interview roster. Dang I, it. I just kind of went off of past experience and assumed like, okay, they'll probably be like one department head and maybe somebody else in there. Um, and then it turned out to be four people interviewing me. Um, which is even more overwhelming kind of on like a Zoom call. Um, and then three of them were on the same call at this conference table, kind of sitting far away from the camera also. So it was, it was tough to know like what they were thinking the whole time. Um, so yeah, I wish I kind of knew who was going to be in there interviewing me to uh, better curate my answers. Awesome. So number one, ask about the interview roster next time. Number two, prepare 15 stories. One of our findings has been that if people prepare four to five, they're really solid on the four to five, and then there's a major cliff off when somebody asks you a question that doesn't fit those four to five, and that 15 stories also prepares you to be a good spontaneous storyteller. So how'd you do on that one? Did you prep 15 um, stories? I didn't prep 15 stories. I prepped like four to six stories. Dang that it. had. I mean, they had multiple points that like, you know, could have nice, you know, key points to drive home on different <laughs> questions, but uh, I found that with that, like feeling great halfway through the interview and then it kind of trailed off toward the end because they were already, asking you questions yeah so what's an example of a question that they asked that you hadn't prepared an answer for um i think one of them was like give us an example of when you had to tackle a project all by yourself um and i'd been thinking like oh lately i've been learning how to work with the team really well so i was going that direction the whole time then all realizing, of them were like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Then realizing they're like, all right, how about when you like worked all by yourself? And I have those stories, but I didn't have them prepped because I was thinking, I'm a team player. That's the direction I want to go. Yeah. Um, and then they were like, okay, but can you shoulder the load all by yourself? And yeah. Well, tell me how this sounds. So usually sure. we recommend that people prep 15 stories mm -hmm. because it does give you a deeper arsenal for the stories that you can use. But also there is always going to be that question that they ask you that is not on your prepared list of stories. Mm -hmm. uh, so did you feel adequately prepared to spontaneously deliver a story or did you feel like there was a big differential between your prepped and your non-prepped stories? Um, I didn't feel adequately prepared 
for that question. There were some other ones where I had spontaneous stories that came out, um, but then that one got me, and I kind of rambled a little bit about something that almost made sense. But. So you were perfectly in the middle of that <laughs> yes. scale. Yeah, okay, yeah. awesome. So what do you think about the Prep 15 stories? I, I think that's a great tip. I wish I had done it. Great. So the third one is decide where you're going to look, whether it's into the camera alone. So sometimes people even turn off the video mm -hmm. so that they are just interacting with the audio of the people that are on the other side, uh, or they'll move the video to a certain place in the screen. We would recommend right under where you've placed the video camera on your screen. So what do you recommend for this? You're a guy that's in marketing. Yeah. Where should somebody put themselves and what did you do? Hmm. Uh, well, what I did was I put the Zoom call right under the camera. I used my laptop and the camera attached to that. Um, but it definitely wants to seem like you're making eye contact as close as you can. Um, so yeah, putting it right under there or I kind of like if you have a separate camera, looking into that while, while you're doing it. Uh, yeah. Nailed it. So number four, we've got set up the lighting and the audio for minimal distraction. I think sometimes people set up the lighting to make themselves look good, but mm -hmm. sometimes then all of a sudden the background has a lot going on or there's a lot of movement. There's maybe a window or a door with something going on outside. Um, and then in addition, the audio, our key recommendation is that people 100% of the time need to wear audio earphones because when the other person is explaining themselves, there's not feedback that goes back through the mic. So how did you do on those? Visual uh, and audio for minimal distraction. Um, visual, I think I went A+. Audio, I did not use earphones and I just used computer speakers. So okay, maybe so there tell was some us, back. Yeah, yeah. Tell us on the lighting side mm -hmm. how that works. Mm -hmm. Lighting side, I, I mean, I have a bit of a photography background as well. So I kind of had some lights in the house, but I think even just setting yourself up next to a window is a great idea. Um, being well lit, and I like daylight lighting. It's kind of more blue looking as opposed to like the lamp behind us that's more yellow looking. Mm -hmm. The yellow feels a little bit more dingy, makes you look tired. Where poor lamp. I, I mean, it's a nice accent, but to light your face, I wouldn't use it. Fair. So yeah, yeah, if you have like a lamp that's got more blue daylight bulbs or just sit next to a window without it behind you, but lighting your face, um, it's nice when the interviewer can see you for sure. Love it. Okay, and so check on the lighting, no check on the No check on the audio. audio. Okay, Did gotcha. not do that. Number five, warm up the room in a positive way. So you would never ever begin your interview with a negative comment such as, I'm sorry I'm late, or am I working now, or can you guys hear me, or, you know, oh, it was really difficult to find the room. You, you don't want to give the sense that there was a hurdle mm -hmm. to get into this. And so something instead, like, I just had the most wonderful morning picking something in my garden, or mm -hmm. I'm just recovering from an amazing day at the lake yesterday. Something really happy or positive goes all over really well at the beginning of a call. So did you warm up the room in a positive way when you started the call? I did. I did warm up the room in a positive way. I uh, It was a Zoom call, so they had me in like the waiting room sitting there um, for quite a while, actually. So I had to like keep my cool and be like, all right, now they're late. And, uh, you know, obviously don't mention that. Um, <laughs> but uh, once I finally got on there, they were like, they apologized. We're like, sorry for the wait. And I warmed up the room by saying, oh, no worries. The waiting room was great. It had all my favorite refreshments and snacks. Like really <laughs> set up a great spread because obviously I was in my own home <laughs> and had all of my things. So That's really witty yeah, and funny. They, they liked that one. That is amazing. I bet they really enjoyed that yeah. at the beginning. Okay, great. So you did a great job with that. Um, Thank you. High five again.
Number six, six. Number six is about using structure for your explanation. So one of our common things that we find is that people really focus on the answers to the questions, but not the way that they answer the entire question. So I'll give you the clarification for that. Uh, the way that you should answer the question is first to repeat the questions, so that they know that you heard it, that you know what you're answering, and then you answer the question. And then at the end, you recap the answer, you give one or two highlights from the answer. And this gives somebody a very holistic view of, I heard you, I know what you're asking for, and I'm able to summarize it at the end. And so uh, did you focus on one or all of those pieces? What would you give yourself in terms of ratings? Yeah, I focused on some of those pieces. I think I'd give myself like a B on that. I restated the question as they asked it, and then kind of answered it and summed it up at the end. I didn't really give like outlines or point one, point two, ABC throughout. Um, and I feel like I did better at this in the beginning and then maybe trailed off toward the end. But I think that might relate back to um, having 15 stories prepared. Because mm -hmm. I think when I had like my four or five stories prepared, I was ready to give outlines and, and structure during it. And then as I, as I was trying to make it up as I go, I, it got a little less structured toward the end. Absolutely. Yeah. And so you're then marrying the structure of the answer with the structure, the process of mm -hmm. how you're answering the question. Awesome. So at the end of the day, tell us a little bit about anything else that you think would have been helpful. These are our six top tips, but if you mm -hmm. found anything helpful in your preparation process or anything that you were wondering about, I'd love to know that as we conclude. My, my main thing is think uh, having more stories prepared would have been good. Um, now that it's after the fact, I'm kind of like, okay, when do I follow up on this? I sent like a little thank you email right afterward. Um, and then they sort of sent an email that was like, um, you know, don't you, call us. We'll call yeah, you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was like, but it was like good at that first. It was like, oh, you passed. And I'm like, I didn't know I was being graded on this, but okay. Um, and then it's like, you know, we'll reach out to you. You don't have anything further to do. But at what point do I follow up and check in after that? Great. So, um, this will be informal because it would probably vary by the organization. Mm -hmm. Some organizations have very standard formal processes where they'll tell you what to expect. But I would just say that if you don't know, so if you don't know that you're supposed to hear from them within a day or a week or a month, then it's appropriate at this point to ask in the same way that you would ask for the interview roster. Mm -hmm. Just and, and usually the wording would be, I just wanted to inquire about next steps so I understand timing and if there are any decision factors that I can help with. And sometimes people will appreciate that follow up and uh, sometimes they'll just need a little bit of time to go through their process. So we'll look forward to hearing back from you maybe at some point in the future. Totally. To let us know what happened in the interview. Will do. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks, Dave, for joining. As Dave and I were walking through the six tips for virtual interviews, it was really fun to think about how we can train people to be successful if they're starting just even a few days before their interview. We love to work people through our Black Belt program at Management Consultant, and we'd love for you to join us in the next cohort. We hope that you enjoyed this, and we'd love for you to stick with us. Subscribe to our channel on YouTube and to our podcast. Thanks so much for joining.